So the year is 2023. It's the 19th of April. And you're recently on the North Coast with Amigo Schmo. Mike. And Mickey. And microphones. And uh, what, one day after tax day? Is so it? We can party yeah. down. Mm. What are we drinking, guys? Oh, I have, uh, I have a 13-year-old bourbon right here. Wow. Oh, wow. Yeah. I haven't tried it yet. It's a, a first, I first opened it today. So. What uh, oh, kind it smells is pretty it? good. It is uh, McFarland's Reserve. Never heard of it before. It was highly recommended at Total Wine. Oh, I thought maybe you bought it in Kentucky when you went for no, the no. Breeders' Cup. Nope. I just You're probably all out of that today. bourbon. Although I, I also have Twisted Tea Whiskey from Meyer. That's uh, what I Sunday. found it today. Did you really? Okay, good. Good old Vreeland Market. Hmm. Oh, wow. All in right. Mickey's Neighborhood. Yeah. I yep. looked online. They said it's available at Vreeland Market. I thought... It's going to be regular Twisted Tea. Right. Mike keeps hitting something. It's going to be regular or whatever. But no, they had a they had a bunch of boxes of it kind oh. of, you know, display. Nice, nice. Did you put uh, lemonade in there? Yes, I did. Okay, All get right. this. I did lemonade. I put a little, I muddled a little mint. Oh, wow. Look at you. Yes, I, I didn't want to just say that, that, that thing i said to you the other day just lemonade and then uh yeah that's it lemonade oh and i floated some addicto whiskey oh top. nice see i was oh whiskey okay we we floated some uh rye on top of ours so i haven't even opened that one rye i should i could use that mm-hmm. uh i gotta try that at least i'm ahead of the game there What do you think? Um, very smooth. Yeah, it's it's, um, hmm. it's finished in uh, wine barrels. Yeah. So, yeah, it's got a wine. There's a wine edge to it. Remember, I have that one Jefferson. Mm-hmm. I think it's Jefferson. I have a few different. One is in a it is in a red wine barrel mm-hmm. or Cabernet barrel. Yeah, that's what and this yeah, is. It's okay. I'd rather just. I mean, I it's good. But it did not make it better. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't know if it. You can see it looks a little red. Yeah. Unless, yeah, you know. No, it does. It does, and it's like I don't know. Hmm. It's okay. <laughs> it's good. <laughs> You're not too discriminant or anything. What do you got, Mick? Anything grab- yet? Yeah, I haven't grabbed it yet. I was so worked up about getting everything set. And I <laughs> didn't grab my drink. I mean, I it's downstairs. It's not like I don't have one. I just don't have a have one within reach. Well, we'll, we'll save it for the uh, the uh, after the first break. Yeah, first commercial break, and then we'll revisit the drinks because I'll probably have to make another one. This is pretty good. Oh, I'm telling you, it's a great summer drink right there. Right. Yeah, it's gonna I'm going to say right now, it it's not I mean, it's not the easiest. I mean, it's easy to make, but you have to make it. Otherwise, it tastes better than Twisted Tea. Yeah. No, it's it's good. It's like super refreshing. I, I It's going to be a winner. Can you imagine? I just hope you can keep finding if it. They sold this back at Silver Lake Days. Oh, geez. You get a case of whiskey. I'll get a case of whiskey. And maybe an emergency case. Yeah. 
and then extra cases lemonade. of lemonade. All kinds of lemonade. Yeah. Lemons, sugar. <laughs> it's real sweet. Did yeah. you use a? Did you what kind of lemonade? Did you, did you use like a low sugar? We had a, yeah, zero sugar one. Yeah, it was a minute made zero sugar. It was good. That's like, that's, this that's is the really way to go. Sweet. Yeah. Really sweet. Yeah. Or I could just put more bourbon in there. I yeah, mean, no, this was a good a good balance. A it was like perfect. Brian thought so too. Yeah. yeah. So thumbs up all the way around. That's my Killians. beverage of choice this week. A very Irish this month. Yeah. I was thinking about getting a blue moon or getting blue moon, and then I'm thinking, yeah, maybe I'll save that. Yeah, it's not exactly those. blue moon weather. Or Oberon. Last week was. Yeah. Earlier this week was. This Amber? Yeah, she just got home. She won't come in. <laughs> she doesn't want to be Tell on camera. Tell her to wait, wait in the green room and we'll call her. <laughs> she refuses to be on camera. Well, music-wise, me, uh, me and Mike went to see Bruce Springsteen. Oh, yeah? Recently. I had yeah. Joe surprised me. He he. Uh, I was like fourth or fifth in line for, for being down the list, and I finally I got down to him. We had uh, Jacob and I. Month, you know how you have to buy tickets like years in advance these days. It seems so. We bought four Bruce tickets for like eighty bucks a piece, and they were behind side stage behind, and uh, but the first row of the upper bowl. Nobody's standing in front of it. It was cool. Mm. So we knew it was. So we, we got those four tickets. Well, then we knew nobody was going to go with us. So I we just bought four because it was a max. So we he sold and made like – he sold each one for like, you know, the, whatever StubHub took their fees, and he sold them for like $126. It wasn't StubHub, but something else. So we made like forty some dollars on each ticket, and then he was like, "I don't really feel like going." You know, you get like that. It's what was it like a Tuesday night or something or a Wednesday night? I think it was a Wednesday it was night. Wednesday, yeah, yeah. Well, I, he I just didn't feel like and, making and the I drive him, down. And he said he's got a real problem with Bruce because of the whole ticket thing. Yeah, the ticket thing. Yeah. Joe Joe Maglinger, the big Bruce fan, wasn't gonna go see him. You know, yeah. fuck him, fuck yeah. him, blah blah blah. Constantly goes wow. on rants, you know, on texting because of the ticket thing, which is to me, you know, it's not it's every single artist has the same thing. Bruce said, Hey, like this is what they do. Mm. So he was mad. Taylor Swift did, you know, unfrozen caveman lawyer, like, I don't know what's going on, you know. And <laughs> They, they shouldn't do this. And then she's like a heroine, but they didn't change anything. <laughs> right. Dynamic pricing. Yeah. So since Bruce, did, Bruce is too, you know, he can't get away with these, these dynamic pricing frightened me. You know, <laughs> he couldn't do that. So uh, he did take a, a hit and stuff, but you know, it's, he's still doing his thing. And, you know, he's got a 20 piece band and counting him. So, they all have to get paid. Yeah, it's got to pay everybody. And they're high quality people. Yeah, I don't know. So it was still, and it was still, it was a good show. Mm-hmm. Yep. Was a, yeah, he comes I, out. I, there's no like messing around. He comes out and starts, you know, right away. He's with. Yeah, that's start, right. It's he started at seven forty-five p.m. May. Yeah, we knew that, and he was done. I mean, I was home. Was I home? I was home a little, just a little after eleven. 
And he played straight till he played for what? He played till about 1030, I guess. Uh-huh. There was an easy little walk back and and I was just 20 minutes home once you know I got in the freeway. So yeah, a little little longer for me, but that's you know, <laughs> a little farther to go. But still that where we parked was is the easiest for you, right? Yeah, except that us. they had the that ramp closed. It would have been super easy. Oh, except they had it closed off. They had cones, <laughs> and I had to go up and back around the stupid casino and blah, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah, back down. Uh, I had to do that before, but not for Bruce. Maybe, like, maybe I did. You have to go around the casino. But I could see it right there. There's the on ramp, and I can't <laughs> use it. Yeah. Damn. But yeah. It and I have to tell you, I mean, I'm not just saying that it was a good show. I mean, a quality show. He had two albums since the last time he toured, and he had that. He also did Broadway in there somewhere, and uh, the one was a regular album. This was, uh, you know, East Street Band, and then this one was the Mo, like not Motown, but that like, kind of music. Motown yeah, R&B music, like or album. something like that. Yeah, yeah R and B thing. So he did do Night Shift which I do like that song. I don't really need to have Bruce doing it, but it was okay. It was good. But that's all he did. He did a few from the newest album, and he, and which was like a kind of a farewell album kind of thing. He'll probably do more. but And then he did, what, three or four from his second album, yeah. which was weird. I didn't hear some of those before. So uh, it was kind of, it was kind of like a farewell kind of thing, like a goodbye concert. Until the next one. Until, yeah, at least it didn't say farewell tour. But but it was cool. And they had like, um, they, there was a pit area in, right in front of the stage. And there was like a runway behind the pit. You know, like a like a little catwalk kind of a thing behind. Like a heart, like you two would have that yeah. heart. And then uh-huh. at, at one point, uh, for one song, he did that. He went down there and went all the way around there. And as it turns out, um, Joe... Madge and Scott had tickets like right in the center, like two rows back from that little catwalk thing. Hmm. So they had like Bruce, like right in front of them. So they had like awesome pictures and stuff. Did you see his videos or pictures? Did I send them to you? Uh, Joe sent them. And and oh. one of them had like, he, you could see Bruce, he's doing his thing, you know, and then, then they see Scott's big face just jump in there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, they uh and and the thing is while we're watching the show, the angle we had to the back right corner of the stage, and then you could see whenever you want to, you could look at Joe and Scott at any point, just see them. <laughs> you didn't yeah, have to you look hard. And I that was actually part of the show for me, is just to see yeah. what they're up to and they're dancing around. <laughs> you didn't really have to move your head or anything. They, you're no. watching the stage and then off just the angle was and they're like, you know. You know, I'm just laughing because Joe was like, fuck him, screw him. And yeah. just... <laughs> yep. That's good that he got to see it, even though it turned him into a hypocrite. <laughs> no, no. You knew he was going to. Scott yeah. not... it, and of course, he's texting. Well, I'm probably going to go because Scott is making me. <laughs> it's the... But yet they're both dancing around over there. Yeah. Oh, God. Hugging and pumping. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, hugging and pumping. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow. Oh, it was funny. Well, anyway, thumbs up for that. Yep. Plus, I made money on it. <laughs> well, it's it's we're deep into spring. What's going on with Jimmy? 
I will well, change my voice for that. Um, <laughs> can't say much actually. Um, besides, I like to do this do this in chronological order, and my my content is all from March because those are the last times that Jimmy played. So you can't do a concert roundup for concerts that haven't happened yet, can you? So jump back to you mean concert roundup? Yeah. yeah. I thought that was understood. Um, I couldn't understand back... it because you didn't pronounce it right. <laughs> well, that's my accent. Jump back <laughs> to March 4th, Saturday. Jimmy did the first of two concerts at the MGM Grand Garden Arena. I don't know. Actually, I don't know if the second one was at the same spot. Yes, it was. Never mind. Forget that little parenthetical comment. Um, he did four shows in March. Um, he opened with Changes in Latitudes. That was the first song for this month. Um, and I've got my first clip is from Son of a Son of a Sailor because Nadira was not there. She had throat trouble, apparently, and she did not appear. So Jimmy was stuck singing the whole song for first time in a long time. And so here's the clip of Jimmy actually singing the the <laughs> lyrics that Shimon's going to die. Yeah, this must have been. <laughs> He's so shocked at yeah. finding out that. What? The girl was not there? Jimmy had to sing the whole whole verse by himself. And so here he is doing that. And then it fades into the end of the song where Jimmy announces about Nadira. And he uh, actually calls her Naked Dira, which was curious. Freudian slip, (laughs) I guess. I don't know. Here's Son of a Son of a Sailor from March 4th. You can shake the hand of the mangled man as he greets you at the border. And the lady she hears from Trinidad, I love spicy, sulfur, unique, the cinnamon sweet, and the rum is for all your goodbyes. Miss Nadir Sharker will be singing when we come back to town, but she's got a little throat problem now, so I had to do it for her. So, but she will be back, and and a trooper she is. So, uh, a nice hand for Nadir Sharker. Come back next Saturday. We'll do it. Okay. Uh, next song was Five O'clock Somewhere, and. Uh, this is another two-part clip with the intro and then a bit of the song. Oops. Oops. You, you know, sometimes Mac reminds me of, like, figureheads on Mount Rushmore, you know? <laughs> I do have a large head. That's, that's yeah, true. You would fit there very well. Yeah. But anyway, he does more than just play the guitar, as a lot of you know. So uh, I'm going give to it, give it over to him. And I know many of you have seen his solo acoustic show like Scotty Emmerich's and uh, he's, a, he's an amazing solo performer but we're just lucky to have him in the Coral Reef Band too so uh, can you live up to that introduction? I, I doubt it but I you know I, I, well, I'm, go kind, ahead of, and I'm kind of forced to try ah. one of my one of my many blessed duties in the Coral Reefer Band is I get to be because of this little accent that I have the generic country music duet partner Mr. Buffett uh, 
Did you say accident or accent? Accent. I said accent. accent. Yes, I, I didn't elocute so well, but I said accent. And whether, whether it's a Kenny Chesney or a Zach Brown or a George Strait or a, a, could be Toby, could be. But in this particular case, we got a little, I'm a fake Alan Jackson this evening for you oh, folks, yeah. I believe. Tell them, Jimmy. Well, this lunch break is gonna take all afternoon. Next clip is from Cheeseburger in Paradise, the first of many Utley introductions that I will be offering in the next several minutes. Um, this is another two-part, actually this is more like a three-part clip um, because it includes the beginning of Cheeseburger in Paradise, a little bit of the song of Cheeseburger in Paradise, and then leads right into Trying to Reason with Hurricane Season, which was the next song. Well, the, uh, the, the, uh, the people that, that, that run uh, the MGM here, uh, we've been doing this for a long time, and I remember back when they just let me in the first time, I, I was just amazed that, that <laughs> I actually got the job. But that was 35 years ago. Holy shit, we've been doing this a long time. <laughs> Y'all gotten a little older. I don't know about us. What do you think? I mean, <laughs> well, anyway, uh, but they gave me a, a nice plaque back there with it, and I liked it because the plaque had... Uh, cheeseburger and some french fries on it and uh, it, it was par for the course it wasn't a tie it wasn't a watch it was a cheeseburger in paradise so <clears throat> uh oh Jimmy, Jimmy made a little error there this would be like you know uh, booting the ball at second base because we had worked hard on a big new uh, intro for Cheeseburger Paradise, and I just hauled ass right into the song. <laughs> Y'all got me so uh, riled up here, I was going so, <clears throat> but I think you want to hear this. Oh, yeah. I mean, the Utleys up there, we have Father, Father Mike there and Son Nick. We're so glad to have a little fresh Utley blood in the band here now. <clears throat> but I let them introduce it just one time, and it was like they took, they took it and ran into the car like, and like it was a chocolate cake, locked themselves in and ate the whole thing and made something completely different than I ever intended. So once it was out there, I had to say, it's pretty good. So <clears throat> this is, again, you don't have to go to church, you don't have to do anything tomorrow, this will count, okay? See, we're already in church, right? A church of 100% Angus beef. 100% Angus beef? How do you like yours, Pop? I like mine with lettuce and tomato. Hines 57 and a French fried potato. A big kosher pickle. Cool draft beer. Good God Almighty. 
Which way do I steer? Maybe we'll put it at the end. <laughs> I start this? You want to do Hurricane? Yeah. Well, you got to sing the girls first if you end. Okay. Trying to reason with hurricane season. Um, that little bit about eating a chocolate cake in the car. Do you remember that from previous concert roundups? Because that was a shot at Mac. Nope. I don't remember. He, uh, I can't remember what set it up, but he he took a chocolate cake and ate it in the privacy of his own car in his younger days. So when Jimmy said that, it was a shot at Mac. See, I, I probably didn't think anything of it because that's something I would do. <laughs> um, it would have been a rotisserie chicken, but still. <laughs> later on, they did one particular harbor. And because Tina couldn't do her, you know, her, uh, her, where she hits the high note, um, that had to be covered by John Lovell on trumpet. Next song after that, after One Particular Harbor, was Pirate Looks at 40. And Jimmy has a story about this that includes information about his upcoming album. I thought I heard some pirates out there hooting and hollering, too. Now, let's think about it. This is a, this is a big old pirate town in the old days, wasn't it? Yeah. When, when, when Mike ran a, uh, a, a group of bandits up here when he was a, in his earlier life, you know, he was around up here in the desert kind of. You didn't know that he was a bandit? You're, you didn't know your father was an outlaw? Oh, my God. I'm so sorry, Nick. I just made that shit up. It was just sort of fun. And I was looking at all these pirate flags here, and something got over me like that accent earlier. So anyway... Fun thing about this song was I wrote it about a, a real person and a good friend of mine, and it took on a, a life of its own, really. And one day back in 82, that was 1982, uh, <laughs> don't take me back any further than that, okay? Uh, I got a phone call. This is before cell phones. I got a real phone call from a friend that said, you're not going to believe this. Bob Dylan and Joan Baez just did Power Looks at 40 at this festival in Sacramento. I went... You forget it. You just not that. And then I was lucky enough to meet Dylan a, a while later in St. Bart's, and uh, he expressed to me his his uh, kind of love of that song, and I was completely out, out of my gourd. And anyway, so uh, and, and on our new album coming out, I I I, I kind of you know did Bob a little favor too. We. We recorded one of Bob's songs since he recorded mine and liked it so much. So I thought, I thought that would be a fair exchange. Duh. <laughs> so, yeah, we got a new album that's called Equal Strain on All Parts. We're finishing it up. Hopefully we'll be out by September. We've been working hard on it. It's all brand new songs. And uh, you, we're not done yet by a long shot. So, so there you go. News about the new album. Yeah. You think he'll switch the title before then? Probably. What wait, what did he say it was? What equal, equal strain, strain on all parts. Equal strain on all parts. Yeah, it's gonna be a line in the song, but it might not be the album mm -hmm. title. 
So that takes care of the Saturday, March 4th show at in Las Vegas at the MGM Grand Garden Grand MGM Grand Garden Arena. On Tuesday, March 7th, he played at in Palm Desert, California at the Acrisure Center. And first song there was Changes in Latitudes. Here's a clip from Son of a Sailor again when Jimmy Oh no, what am I talking about? I forgot. Or did I do that? Did I play Brown Eyed Girl? I'm I'm blacking no. out. Nope. No. You're freaking me out here. No. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Because I remember the intro. I must have played this clip earlier and I the intro sounded so familiar. Anyway, forget what I said. There was no show on Tuesday. At least not yet. Um, the encore was Brown Eyed Girl, and Jimmy talked a little bit more about future events and hinting at the tour dates at the upcoming tour. Make an old man feel good up here. Woo! All right. So uh, we're just going to play around for a little bit now. And again, thanks a lot. That was uh Show 34, we'll be back next Saturday for show 35. We ain't going anyway. So uh, thanks again, everybody. If I see you around there, just wave. We'll see you at either Phoenix or, uh, or Palm Springs or back here. Okay? And then stay tuned for more dates. Back east. All right, let's do it. So, so at least staying, at, saying there's still a chance. At least at this time, there were still <clears throat> plans for a tour, for the summer tour. Um, now we jump forward to Tuesday to Palm Desert, California at the Acrisure Arena where the first song was Changes in Latitudes. Now here's another clip from Son of a Sailor because this time Jimmy forgets that he has to fill in for Nadira. You can shake the hand of Mango Man as he greets you at the border. For you meet cinnamon sweet and the rum is for all your devices. <laughs> yeah, I missing. I like to see ya. Look at Lebra. Uh, Trinidad. Uh, he just picks it up. <laughs> you know, he just looked I, over to where she usually is, and oh, oh shit! My, uh, <laughs> my technically, my daughter-in-law and son-in-law went to that show. Oh, Bell. really? Because that's where they live. That's where I, I haven't visited since COVID. That's where I go for a weekend here and there. So uh, yeah, that would have been cool. And it, this is about the it, it was about the time we might visit. That would have been cool to pair that up, but we mm-hmm. too much other stuff going on. Yeah, seeing it completely. It's a, her first uh, show. It sent me a bunch of pictures, which I should forward on. She put a bunch on Facebook, but I think she sent me some too. So. Next clip is once again from Cheeseburger featuring the Utley men, as uh, you'd expect, because I just I, I do enjoy hearing the two of them introduce the song. I get a kick out of it. Probably most people are sick of it by now, but I still get a kick out of it. So I know that uh, I've heard that they uh, they sell and, and cook them mean smash burger in this place here and that's a i'm not sure what a smash burger is so 
I've got some experts here in the burger department. And uh, we have two of them. Two burgers over here. It's the smash burger. Two smash burgers. Look at this. Smash two, burger two, right here. Oh, I haven't asked y'all to speak yet. Yeah. Oh. So <laughs> let me introduce you to the Utleys. <laughs> Of course, Mike Utley's been here for 355 years. And son Mick just joined the band, but... Unfortunately, in about 30 seconds, you're going to see that they're definitely related. Uh, I don't know who taught who what in this, but at one point I thought they were, they were fooling around with a little intro to Cheeseburger in Paradise. So... I said, hi, fellas, I want to do something for your little family over here. So go right ahead and do the opening. And they did it a couple of nights, and then all hell broke loose. So welcome to hell right now, okay? Go ahead, do it. I'm, I'm... Thank you for the kind introduction. <laughs> oh, my God. Nice. Welcome to I the like church. mine. With lettuce and tomato. Ah. Ah, Heinz 57, French fried potato. A big kosher pepper. And a cold draft beer. Good God. Almighty. What? What? Which way do I stick? Next clip is from Little Martha, which you might not have expected um, since it's an instrumental. But here's a little bit from Mac's introduction where he may have gone a little bit too far in describing why Jimmy has to leave the stage around this point in time during the concert. But I am stubborn and I keep trying. And because I've got this thing up to about 65 or 70 percent, Jimmy has given me the stage long enough for him to at least have a sip of wine and or take a leak. One of those, maybe both of those things. Who knows how it goes? But I appreciate the privilege and I appreciate your tolerance of me telling my little story. And that takes care of the Tuesday show, March 7th at, in Palm Desert, California. We jump forward to Thursday, March 9th in Phoenix, Arizona at the Footprint Center. The first song of this show was Down at the la da they also brought back boat drinks. And the first clip from this show is from Volcano, where Jimmy kind of rewrites a bit of the song. I'd like to land right here in Phoenix. I'd like to go to the Grand Canyon. I'd like to land right here in this place. We're going to have a little hot fun. I don't know. There you go. And... Um, Next clip is from Come Monday, and it's a big, long, big, long intro. So, you know, sit back, put your feet up. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on one second. We had a little... Uh... <laughs> 
Not a wardrobe misfunction, a guitar misfunction right there. But we can start this song without that. I got a story. All right. So, once upon a time, a long time ago, when we, we were, when we brought our covered wagon west and with the coral reefer band in it, and we might have sold a little pot along the way just to kind of, you know, buy guitar strings and things like that. But one of the places that we uh, first played was right here in Phoenix, Arizona. Right? Sir? And for those of you who are here and still may remember it, you know, Mr. Utley, you do, yeah. Because yeah. I had to ask Mike today, and I remember there was a couple of the Celebrity the Theater. Celebrity. The Celebrity Theater. And we weren't even the headliner then. No. I think we were following Huey Lewis or somebody like that. But what, what no one prepared us for here, we were so happy that people just came and listened to us. And, and it goes that far back, my appreciation of crowds in Phoenix and around here. And, uh, but if you remember the Celebrity Theater, it, it was, uh, there were a couple of them that were, let's just say the Mafia had that place. And so, but somebody had sold the Mafia kind of a bill of goods, and I'm glad I wasn't the one that did it. Because if you remember, the stage spun around. And they thought this was cool because then everybody could see the show. That was, that was the reason they did it. But for the band on the stage, it presented a few problems. In those days, uh, we might have had a beverage or two before we got on the revolving stage. Yes, yes. And, uh, you know, we could, you know, I still surf, I got my feet, but the thing that we didn't know the first time we played was the stage went around and around and, we, and we, we'd have a drink or two on the stage, but the stage, when it was like on a giant rubber band, so when it wound up, it stopped right in the middle of everything and nobody told us this so at one point in time let's just say I was rolling along and the stage stopped and it hurled me like I was headed to the James Webb Space Telescope into the audience but was caught by two beautiful girls from Phoenix, Arizona who softened my landing and I crawled back on the stage and waited for it to turn the other way. And I never fell out off of another stage until Australia 40 years later. So, so far, so good. But this is a song that was going around down there. And thank you again for, uh, for being here for us for that long. This is a little come money to Phoenix, Arizona from Jimmy Buck. Just like that stage, I've gone too far and need to go backwards because I forgot a couple details about the Palm Desert California it's show. Very good. It's how you <laughs> Well, I had circular. a very long time to come up with that intro. I had almost four minutes. But anyway, I forgot two little details. They brought back down at the La Di Da at the Tuesday show. And you know, I mentioned that they did it at the Thursday show, too. But they did do it at the Tuesday show, not the Saturday show. And... I forgot to mention that the last song of the concert was Margaritaville. 
and the regular concert. And then they did not take an encore break and went right into Southern Cross, which was the actual song. Joe tells me that that's the thing now, not, not to take the break. It's, cool. it's, it's taking over by storm. Good. It's you know, they just, yeah. But the final song, the quote unquote encore for the Tuesday show was Southern Cross. Just wanted to get that out there. Uh, for this Thursday show in Phoenix, they also did, they brought back boat drinks. I think I mentioned that though, maybe. And uh, maybe not. And after come Monday, now I'm catching up to where I left off. After come Monday was another cheeseburger intro. Mickey loves the cheeseburger intro. Cheeseburger. Cheeseburger. Huh? It's cheeseburger anyway. Oh, it is. Sorry about that. Uh, Everybody doing all right? Anybody getting hungry? Oh, well, we've got, we've got kind of, this would be the artificial resemblance of that, but uh, we've got a, a, an invisible cheeseburger that's in the house here tonight. I, I, I hear some, some stomach grumbling rumblings out there. But uh, we have the, the, the fabulous Udleys over here. Mr. Michael Udley's been with me for th- 50 years. And Mr. Mick Utley, son of Mike, who's been with us for about two years. But I'm glad to have him. But uh, I was so glad to, to have Nick come in because he plays his ass off. And then, but what I didn't know is he had a tiny bit of showmanship in him. And I wonder where he got it from. So, when we started this song, they were playing around with it. And I said, why don't y'all go ahead and just work up some kind of a little opening for it. And it'd be fun to play around. And we got the, it's like they're the Frontian Teicher of rock and roll. We got two big keyboards over here. Just play with something. You could be in church on the organ or you could be uh, in New Orleans on the piano. So they did it. And it was really kind of cool. And then it went a little far, didn't it? Yeah. Mac would know because Mac and Mike are co-daddies, which means Mac's daughter married Mick Utley. Are y'all following this? It's a good Southern tradition, you know what I mean? It's all legal in the South. And what happened was, you'll see right now, and uh, I'm going to have a waiver disclaimer here for having anything to do with this anymore. The, in- the introduction to a great religious song, Cheeseburger in Paradise. Yeah! Yeah! Whoa. How do you like that cheeseburger? I like mama lettuce and tomato. Heinz 57 and a french fried potato a big kosher pickle and help me out cold draft beer good god almighty which way do i steer i'm scared um a couple songs later they did one particular harbor but in the onstage 
banter, you can hear Jimmy cancel Jolly Mon Sing, which I guess was the song that was going to precede One Particular Harbor. So I thought that was interesting, but it wasn't all that audible for, for a concert clip. So I'm skipping it, but I just want to mention it, that you guys missed out on Jolly Mon Sing. Um, there was another no encore break between Margaritaville and the last song. The last song was Brown Eyed Girl, and Jimmy has another little gaffe on stage where he drags the chorus out a bit longer than he's supposed to. was really cool how mac and i think one or, or both of the girls had to sing that first line to like help jimmy find the verse i thought that was kind of cool um <laughs> did he say did he say fuck because he screwed up or i didn't did, hear it. I, just, I didn't hear I that wanted, i wanted to hear it so <laughs> i think that's what see if i only could afford the higher quality radio margaritaville stream i might be able to answer these things but i'm too poor <laughs> Um, Saturday show back to the MGM Grand Garden Arena the following Saturday, which was March 11th, week after the previous MGM Grand Garden Arena show. Opening song was Down at the Lottie Da again, same as the last show. And um, here's a clip from Five O'Clock Somewhere. I kind of liked it because in the song, speaking of time, Mac makes a reference to the fact that Daylight Saving Time was the night before. No, I take that back. It was that night. Although technically it takes place at two in the morning. So it, it's Sunday, March 12th, but it's still the night after Saturday, March 11th. So here's, uh, here's Mac making a little reference to daylight saving time. It's five o'clock Sunday. Spring forward to Jimmy. Here we go. It's gonna take all afternoon and have the night. Jimmy was off, didn't it? Yeah, so thrown by that wit that he forgot where he was in the song. <laughs> next track or next song after five o'clock was Volcano. Uh, oh yeah, um, it's the part where he 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 like personalizes the the song to match the show, and he did change that verse a little but strangely he made no mention of las vegas even though he was in las vegas oh rats i clicked the wrong thing That was a that was that clip, and I was shouting at my computer because I clicked on the wrong thing and opened up a new application that I didn't want to. So that's why I was nice talking back at my computer. Um, next song was trying to resume with hurricane season again. Song after that was the wine and I know, and Jimmy dedicated it to. He said this this is a song about wine, not good wine, shitty wine. So he dedicated this song to shitty wine. 
I don't have a clip of it, but I thought I'd mention it. Um, here's. Oh, man, I skipped. I skipped a whole bunch of stuff. Um, I did. After Volcano is come Monday. And I'm really having a problem with these colors. I changed the song, the, the set list tracks to different colors to remind me whether it's a song clip or just something I should mention. And something I should mention is in green. And for some reason, I'm just totally ignoring it. So well, I have to find Mickey, a new color. Mickey forgot he was colorblind. And, uh... <laughs> um, I really have not to a, find a, a new color because the green is just like, oh, how pretty. And I'm just moving on. Um, After Volcano was come Monday. And Jimmy mentioned how it was... He was he was reminiscing about Key West and about the concerts he did in Key West, where he he pretty much played the first album all the way through. Although I don't think it was, you know, in succession. I think it was different tracks in different order. Um, and he said that Come Monday was on the first album, which is not right. I think it's on the third album. So anyway, after Come Monday comes. You guessed it, another cheeseburger intro. <laughs> well, <laughs> sometimes uh, you might be a little hungry because uh, some people might have gotten a, a bigger appetite or something like this. So <clears throat> we're going to serve up something right here. And uh, yes, but uh, before we do that, I don't know how this happened, but in, in, the, uh, in the past couple of months, we were playing around and there's now, as you see, two Utleys in the band. There's Mike Utley, who's been with me since he was a baby in a crib. That's right, yeah. Little tiny baby in a crib with a little tiny piano in there. And his son, Mick Utley, has joined us over here. Mick, Mick never fit in a crib. Yeah, he would know. But uh, I don't know. It's a father and son thing. And, you know, I think that there's a genetic connection there. Then also, if you want to follow this and if you, if you haven't smoked your third joint tonight, maybe you can catch up. Uh, so we got two Utleys over here. And then we got one McAnally over here who happens to be the father-in-law of Mick Utley, who's married to Mac McAnally's daughter. <laughs> Did I get that question right on Jeopardy? I did? Okay. Oh, okay. So in the meantime, uh, I let them do a... Uh, I let the, the, the Flying Utleys here do the introduction to this song because they have a slight bit of show business in their genes here. So they're going to bring us into this song uh, about the cheeseburger, the invisible cheeseburger that will keep you from going hungry until you can get back to the munchies after this show. All right. Here we Mr. Pops have a cheeseburger last night for dinner. We had a nice, impossible cheeseburger, but it's dressed the same way. <laughs> How do you like it? <laughs> An impossible burger made our show? Oh, my. I like mine with lettuce and tomato. And Heinz 57. And a French fried potato. A big kosher pickle and... Cold draft beer! Good God Almighty! Good God Almighty! Which way do I steer? 
Sorry about that. Okay, wow. after cheeseburger comes wino and I know where she dedicated to shitty wine and then it was little Martha and the song after that was changes in latitudes. There's a clip from changes in latitudes. Let's see if you can guess the difference. If it's and it's tomorrow, I could somehow adjust in the fall. How about you? Good time that riches that son of a bitch. I'd see more and I get recall. I don't know. Is there a difference? <laughs> Sounds the same to me. He said, son of a bitch. Is that yeah. the difference? Ding. Schmo got it. Five <laughs> points to Schmo. <laughs> to me, he pointed at Mike and said five <laughs> points to Schmo. Oh, he yeah. got to let the audience do it? Yeah. I haven't heard him actually say that, right that away. in yeah. years. I thought there was going to be another difference, but I thought to myself, hey, geez, he usually doesn't sing that part. Anymore. That was I, That's what caught my you know, ear. Was that Jimmy sang it this time? He hasn't done that. Wow, it startled long. me too because all I've been doing is singing Wino and I know to myself since you <laughs> mentioned the wine before. <laughs> and I'm looking at my F.A. Dumont picture right here. Oh, yeah. yeah um, I love that song. Yeah, we, oh. we sang it right walking down the middle of the, <laughs> the road singing it. Later on, they did Pirate Looks at 40, as one would imagine. And I uh, almost started playing it and didn't want to. They started uh, Pirate Looks at 40, and here's a clip from the beginning of the song. Let's hear if you can catch the difference in this version of Pirate Looks at 40. All right. <laughs> mm. Oh, oh we, we all going to do cheeseburger again? What's going on over there, huh? It's late in the show. I don't know what's going on. Okay. Uh, no. See, see this strap, Nick? Okay. I'll give you a clue. Okay. It has pirate flags all over it. Okay. One more pirate song for Key West. I think so. So. As you might have recognized, that wasn't the beginning of Pirate. That was the beginning of Back Where I Come From, which was the next song. And I here's thought. what Mac had to say. some reason or other, I started thinking about back where I come from a few minutes back. Uh, That's because he wrote it. Then they did One Particular Harbor, Margaritaville, faked a break. Oh, did band intros, faked a break, and then did Tin Cup Chalice. And that was the final song of this four-show stint for March. And... Um, Las Vegas, you could say Las Vegas was the last concert, although it wasn't the last. Oh, it was the last public concert, although it wasn't the last concert. So we can jump forward to, excuse me, as I belch right into the microphone, we can skip forward to April news. On April 11th, Jimmy did a private show in Nashville at the Steel Mill. And this is a Buffett news story because. He talked about the new album. But the thing is, uh, everything that they say on Buffett News from the April 11th concert, they already did. He already said 
on the March 4th concert, which Buffett News did not mention. So it looks like this big headline skipped right past them. And they're getting the information a month late. Um, they did mention that, or the, the quotes that they mentioned are that Jimmy explained that he got the name from the name of the album, Equal Strain on All Parts, from his grandfather, who used the expression to, to describe a map. Hmm. I'm not really what? sure. I thought you were going to tell me some kind of, of like a nautical a term. Thing. Yeah. Well, it probably is a nautical term, but he used it to describe taking a nap as an excuse. Maybe his expression to, I'm now going to give my body equal strain on all parts. But it doesn't make any sense. I mean, that would be yeah. a nap if you're floating in water, maybe it that would be it would be better equal relaxation at all parts or something. Because you're you're lying on something. So wouldn't that be the strain part? Was what you're lying on? Your back of your sides, wouldn't that be the strain? But anyway, I'm not gonna he's gonna change the title anyway. Don't worry. (laughs) (laughs) And Jimmy also promised that there would be um, that they're working on the album and there will be a tour with new show, new shows very soon. So that's the news from April 11th. And excuse me, the day before, which I guess would be the 10th, they released um, Instagram video. You better stop the Killians, man. <laughs> a, lot of, a little belching action going on there. <laughs> that's just me. <laughs> that was all the time. <laughs> They uh, they released um, some Instagram video of them rehearsing on stage. And I thought it was going to be a actual like dr- uh, I thought they were rehearsing for the new tour. And um, and I thought I also thought it was cool because everybody was complaining about one of the dates coming out, one of the dates going to be announced, one of the dates going to be announced. And then they released that video on Instagram and probably Facebook, I assume, of them perform the full band, full set um, setting, I guess, stage set decoration, um, not to confuse a set with a concert set a stage set with a concert set and they released that on Monday. And I thought that was kind of cool. So it was like telling them just shut up already. We're working on the new tour, quit, you know, backseat driving. And then the next day they announced that, or the next day they had the concert, they announced the, they announced the concert afterwards as the news story. And they also had a photograph. Somebody took a photograph of the set list. And I was very disappointed to see that the set list that they performed was pretty much exactly the same as the four shows from March. So it's like, this can't be them rehearsing for the new tour. If the new tour is just going to be a continuation of the shows in March and February, which were a continuation of the last year's tour. So it's like, that doesn't seem right at all because they didn't even bother to put any rare songs into it. Nothing nothing that they hadn't done the last year. So I was disappointed about that. But who knows? We're still waiting. Um, and then the other news story from April was the day after, Wednesday, April 12th, 
the Library of Congress announced that they were inducting um, the song Margaritaville. That's kind of a big, big, big deal. I, I heard him mention that on uh, Radio Margaritaville, too. Um, they introduced, they inducted a series of songs and albums, a mixture of songs and albums. And it wasn't it for any particular year because the earliest, the earliest thing they inducted, whoops, boy, how did I click on that? Was from 1908. The song Imagine, John Lennon's song Imagine, cool. which right. I was pleased to see that they credited oh, yeah. to both John Lennon and Yoko Ono because the song is really based on Yoko Ono's poetry. And John always said that, that he really, really regretted not putting her as part of the actual credit credits of the song, because he really did base the song on her poems on lines from her poems. And he said he, he admitted that he was a real chauvinist and in not including her on in the songwriting credits. So that's pretty cool. The library of Congress was aware of that and actually put her name in there. Oh, yeah. oh uh, totally skipped out. Well, I didn't skip over because it's the next song. Stairway to heaven from Led Zeppelin got inducted. Take me home country roads from John Denver. Cause you know, they're equal. Everybody equates stairway to heaven and take me home country road. <laughs> next is Margaritaville right after that. right after Margaritaville is flash dance. The theme from Flashdance. Um, Sweet Dreams Are Made of This from Eurythmics. Synchronicity. And in this, they mean the album. I double checked that because they just call it Synchronicity. But And then again, the song would be Synchronicity 1 and Synchronicity yeah. 2. Those are the song titles. So yeah, Synchronicity is the album. Right after that is Like a Virgin from Madonna. and uh the super mario brothers theme from the video game Uh, all i want for christmas is you and that's about it but there are 25 25 pieces of music that i inducted into the national recording registry there's some of those are just some of the greatest songs ever and take me home country roads really is (laughs) a great song yeah i shouldn't pick it and it's a worldwide song they love it, or at least in Europe, they love that song. Mm-hmm. I heard it played in Germany. I heard it played in Scotland. I heard it played in Ireland. Take me See, home, country. Roads. Everywhere Joe goes, he hears it. <laughs> Maybe it's you. <laughs> yeah. So day, is he, are you playing it on your phone or something? I heard it there, and I heard it there. <laughs> yeah. And like, it was always me oh, singing listen it. Listen to this, man. This I awesome. heard it at the golf course. I heard it at the... It's it really is a terrific song. Yeah, there it really is. But so stairway to heaven, but it really is a terrific song. There two of my guilty pleasures are the Carpenters and John Denver. And it's it's two acts that everybody makes fun of, but I think they're legitimately great. Yeah. They have great songs. Yes. And Karen Carpenter was a badass drummer. A drummer. <laughs> she was you a know what's what John Denver song? I liked it then but nobody agrees with me on this calypso yeah, yeah it's a great song yeah, yeah isn't it amazingly good song it's yeah, got a great on. melody <laughs> At least I everybody agrees with me on that. <laughs> all right yes calypso was i remember when it came out it was about it was on a, a jacques Cousteau special yeah. i remember he wrote it for it? jacques Cousteau. that's yeah, yeah. That the name boat. of his boat yeah yeah yeah, John Denver dedic- wrote it. And it was a special. They, he were he was on the boat. It was really cool. I remember this. My as dad a was all about this. What yeah. was going on? He's telling me all about. And then he's he playing the song. I'm like, this is great. I loved it. Yeah. And I loved it right away. 
Yeah, kids these <laughs> days nobody they don't agrees appreciate. with Mike. Yeah, they don't appreciate the Carpenters it. or John Denver. No, the Carpenters amazingly good songs. I do have a. I did do a joke. Ooh. I found a joke that I made a little <laughs> script for. I'm trying to. I'm trying to send it. <laughs> Look, Mickey's. I am not here. Look at the way the chair is situated. <laughs> it's pretty perfect. sure this is the joke you want to go with. <laughs> no, is this the under the bed? Yes. I had it sitting. I have a folder. I have a golf one. That's the best one. No, I don't know if it's the best one. <laughs> we've used good ones. We've had good ones. We've used them. Have we now? Yes, we've had. The best one was the. Uh, you really didn't need. There's no three parts here anyway. You could have just gone on without me. <laughs> you could have been narrator and he could have been Mickey. You know, then there's the shrink. Well, the whole thing is a narrator. I split it. Oh, you know, I the joke see. is. <laughs> so <laughs> you could do the shrink. I'll do the narrator. <laughs> so that way you guys can act. <laughs> we gotta we gotta get our feet wet and do this again. But man, I can't find these things anymore. We've used good ones. This has nothing to do with Buffett or anything. No. No, I mean, it's, it's not like even a, a good it's joke. A, it's, a, <laughs> it's stupid. But Mickey's supposed to act drunk. I thought that would be... <laughs> <laughs> I even mentioned my name for some reason. Yeah. Oh, I put F-150 in F-150. there. This was a while ago, too. It's funny. Oh, you've been working on this for a while, huh? No, I had it in my folder for a long time ago. But I think I worked on this, you know, during COVID times, wow. trying to get a jeez. Since we started zooming, really it's a stupid. It's a terrible joke. Wow. <laughs> but hey, we got to get back to doing yeah, don't, this. Don't, don't get, gotta find don't get your hopes up, Mick. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I've already seen it. Ugh. Okay. Mickey's Mickey. I'm narrator. Mike is shrink. I'm shrink. <laughs> I can't. No respect. No, that's my line. <laughs> I'm the Rodney Dangerfield. There we go. All right, should I just start? I guess. <laughs> stop stop building up all the I don't see you guys bring in scripts alright I almost said the word narrator is that narrator. what this is <laughs> <laughs> ever since Mickey was a child he's always had a fear of someone under his bed at night so he went to a shrink and told him I got problems doc every time I go to bed I think there's somebody under it I'm scared I think I'm going crazy said the shrink. Just put yourself in my hands for one year. Come talk to me three times a week, and we should be able to get rid of those fears. How much do you charge? $80 per visit. I'll sleep on it. <laughs> Six months later, the doctor met Mickey on the street. Why did you come see me about those fears you were having? 
Well, 80 bucks a visit three times a week for a year is 12,480 bucks. A bartender cured me for 10 bucks. I was so happy to have saved all that money that I went and bought me a new F-150 like my friend Schmo. The shrink replies back with a bit of an attitude. Is that so? And how, may I ask, did a bartender cure you? He told me to cut the legs off the bed. Ain't nobody under there now. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Is this a Laurel and Hardy joke? <laughs> Mod get this from the 30s? I almost <laughs> slipped into a Laurel, uh, yeah, Stan Laurel by accident. That's life on the North Coast Wasting away on the North Coast Other songs were owed to Billy Joel <laughs> Billy Joel Billy Joel <laughs> wow, I never heard so that one stupid Jeez you know that's a great song. And they should, they should put that. Too many L's. They should archive that one. That's great.